Hi guys, welcome back to Tea at Number 5. We are the Lit Wallflowers. I'm Wendy Wu. And I'm Tony Rose. Whew, we got a lot going on this week, but um, let's get some of the necessities out of the way. National TV has released their long list of nominees. And uh, for Best New Drama, we do have Bridgerton in there. So go and vote. You can only vote once, though. So the other ones is like vote as many times as you can. But this one is you can only vote once. And for Best Drama Performance, Miss Phoebe Denever is in the category. But so is Reggae. So um, this is going to be really tough for everyone to choose. But... Everyone has mentioned multiple times already that Phoebe is underrated and that she doesn't get enough recognition. So here's our chance. Let's vote Phoebe in. At least get her into the shortlist. Once again, I did, as we mentioned, it only counts once. So make your vote count. Unless you're like us and you have 10 emails and you can vote and split it. Five, five. (laughs) Or six, four. Whatever the case is. But um, but yeah, so really, really awesome. The results for the Telltale TV Awards are in, and um, unfortunately, we only won one category. But is it really a mystery or a shock that Reggae Jean Page won Best Actor in a streaming service <laughs> drama? So, um, congratulations, Reggae. Yay, another one. Yeah, he's good he, for him. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for him. Well, he is talented. We yes, saw it. Yes. And speaking of Sir Dukes a lot, um, <laughs> he was on Variety. Um, they did a article on him. They did a photo shoot with him. They did an in-person interview with him. And um, all the gloriousness is all over our social media pages. You can see that. And um, full interviews um, are up on Variety. It's he's just so eloquent. He just speaks so well, and he dodged the bullets like the Matrix when the interviewer was like, "Were you ready for the backlash that happened when you left Bridgerton?" And he was like, he didn't even answer it. He just like went around it and was just like, mm, "It was always supposed to happen." Yeah. So, were you ready or not? Because. <laughs> And he was just like, it's kind of like an anthology. And I love what he said. He said that romance, and it's it's very daring, and it's very different, but it chooses joy, and, and it gives happily ever afters. And he said what one of our favorite authors has said. You know that no matter what this couple goes through, you trust that in the end they will get their happily ever after. And that's what one of our favorite authors, Sarah McLean, always says. She's like, the crazier the situation, the more angst that you can put them in, as long as they end up together and alive (laughs) in the end of it. And alive, it's important. Yes, very, very important. That equals a happily ever after. He just says it in such great words. And um, so there we have it. It was the plan all along, which a lot of us knew. And as Phoebe mentioned last week, and he explains what happened when he was being casted anyway. Yeah, yeah. So he explains, he knew, but yeah. Yeah, he knew coming onto the series that it's a one-season arc. He's going to come in and be this crazy guy, and then he gets his happily ever after, and he gets to leave. And so, um, but yeah, just listen to that. Read it, the article. It's really great. The 
any viewer, she tweeted my first in-person interview in over a year, and I got to be with Reggae Jean-Page. Lucky lady. I know, and he'd be looking so fine in all those suits. I was like, do you need help buttoning? You know, like... I will stay for the whole shoot. Do you need me to wipe your sweat off your brow, <laughs> sir? But, um... I can brush your coat. Just leave it on you. Yes, I will. Right here, where your bum bum is. Um... And she, when she tweeted it, everyone was like, "You lucky gal!" <laughs> and other, everyone else was like, "Was like, oh, I would have demanded that too to be with the Duke." <laughs> and other people was like, "Did you tell the Duke I said hello?" <laughs> the tweets are so great. <laughs> and then other people were like, "Daddy Duke." I don't know. It was just so good. It was so good. But can you imagine if you haven't been interviewing for over a year and you're, they tell you your first assignment is with Reggae Jean Page with the Duke dead? <laughs> For sure. Fucking dead. Um, so <laughs> Speak or regal and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Um, Shondaland blessed us with not one, not two, but three episodes this past week. We got two bonus episodes and a regular episode. Um, what did they discuss on it? So the first one, Saturday, was the Majesty of Bridgerton's pilot episode. And they had Julianne Robinson, who's the director of the pilot episode and she talks about how Chris Van Dusen created a very layered and textured script like it was very devil in the details um, to create you know basically a great feast for your eyes show and she talks about even down to having dogs during a serious like scene yeah. it was in the script but it meant something right Right. So, you know what? And that's how we get Easter eggs, too, right? And Absolutely. Little things to talk about. Absolutely. The, the episode also had the choreographer Jack Murphy. He talks about how personal experiences, being vulnerable, and even his personal experience um, goes into movement of dance to show feeling. Yeah. And we saw that. Like, when they were feeling a certain way, happy, they were having fun with the dance. Yeah. When they were sad about... When it was pure. Yeah. And so even good. in the end, too, like... Oh, just think about it makes me want to cry, but, like, that emotion-packed yes. last dance that they had together at their last ball of the season and their eye contact, it was crazy. Yes. And it was just, like... The, the symbolism of how fast they were moving and they were going around and around and around in circles and but all that mattered was the two of them mm. <laughs> even Queen Charlotte looked at them like like oh. they love right it was whirlwind but yeah and that's what it was it was like a whirlwind like so. a tornado a tornado and like and um and they were every, everyone else was just spectators to their love and like even Queen Charlotte was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the end of the episode, they're talking about how Julianne and Jack they had a dance, so they had them they danced the quadrille, and they're like it's like a two minute speed date because you're in each other's faces in their personal space, and it's like a quick dance, and somebody I, I believe it was Betsy who was like oh it's she misheard something so she thought the quadrille was like grinder instead. <laughs> Yeah, no, she was like, no, it's kind of like being on Grinder, you know? And then um, the choreographer's like, you're right. It all makes sense now, you know? It's so great. It's so good. It's such a fun episode to listen to. And, and I love that the choreographer was like, this is the first time ever that I had to do something this large and that it was supported by a man, that a man appreciated my work. And I was like, 
It's so cool. We all all do. No. It's so good. My God. Like, all the dances, all the everythings, like, Poland's first dance together that we see on film, Um, the Duke and Daphne right after they make their arrangement. Oh, my God. That scene, like... That's what caught everyone. Yeah. That's what trapped everyone. <laughs> we got you, bitch. <laughs> when they're trapping each other. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Fake or not, we were yeah. getting trapped. We were like, when he was like staring into my eyes, all of us were like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> For this to work, we must look like we're in love. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I'm there. You there? I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then on Wednesday, another bonus um, called Succession, Scandal, and Other Historical Fan Questions. Um, they had historian and consultant Dr. Hannah Gregg, who answered some season one related questions about the states and illegitimate children and questions submitted by fans. And she is actually on set filming, but no details none, at all, none. except that the coffee is good. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that she's like, we got hundreds of questions, and then she asked two. So I'm like, damn it, <laughs> give us more. So pro- probably a series of bonus questionings. I hope bonus so. Episodes with they tweeted questions. that it's wrapping up. So um, um, I hope that the rest of the questions come out. But this very stealthy human being, which they ended up skirting around it like the freaking matrix dodging bullets they're <laughs> asked about lady featherington and what's going to happen to her and her home and what like whose name is that into in the in the paper or what's in that paper and i was like oh you guys are so good right and obviously it's a cliffhanger they're not going to dive into it but but um I was kind of nice shocked. Try. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was kind of shocked that we talked about it. And then Hannah just, you know, like bullets were coming at her and she just did that backwards bend and she was like, she brought a right round about history <laughs> and she's like, next question, please. <laughs> like, it was it was really good. It's a great lesson. Um, and if you guys are historical romance fans, you guys already know that um, land that's entailed has to go to the next blood and um, the rest of it is depends on what is in the will and testament so we will see what is said and what will happen we have a lot of theories but we'll yeah. hold them for now they can do whatever they want because yeah, absolutely it was um lord could, featherington was an addition he wasn't a lord the rich one was um portia featherington yeah yeah so so and and he he could have in one of his clauses left one of the houses to their daughters you know like yeah. a little ramshack one, but but just the way the show is, of course the Bridgerton and Featheringtons are going to be across the street <laughs> from each other. So just have faith in that. But it is scary to know that your fate is in the hands of someone else. And most of the time, young lords coming in do not want the old families around. So yeah. we will see if it's a kind Jack John person. <laughs> Or he's kind of a dick, and he has every right to be, you know? So, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) And then Thursday, they gave us a full episode, Shonda Rhimes and Betsy Beers, on what makes partnerships last. And Bridgerton is actually their first project they worked on together at the same time. They're talking about how they edited and 
spoke about season one via online via con- video conference in since sweats. March 13th 2020 and it was the Friday the 13th too. yeah yeah it's crazy and we get a lot of insight on how they communicated and what they think they go into tangents about other Shondaland shows too yeah, yeah. and then they both go into um, the word that they both don't like which is likable yeah. and they talk about they, they relay it to um, Bridgerton also characters and they said that they work well because they have the complex go through hills and valleys friendship that lasts like the friendship you kind of see in hashtag Penelope's yeah. right the people you are going to end up growing with and that's what they have and they said even in tough times they work well as a partner because they are pretty much the same person they're both perfectionists and competitive and they want whatever they're working on to be the best that it could be yeah so they're it's basically hyping each other up oh yeah absolutely all the way through everything and because of that they work so well together I love it. and that's that's nice that's the kind of person you want to you know if that's how on you your work. team for yeah. sure and Look, they, they produce really good stuff. Even if they're not working on the same project, Together. they say that they'll still um, go and ask each other what to do, get um, get advice and stuff. Yeah. And Shonda, she's like, you need to make an effort to connect, to solve problems. And that's what they do even through video, through, through everything that happened last year. They made it work. Yeah. And they're talking about like this whole... A barking dog concept which I like where when you have something nagging at you barking and nagging at you you never make fun of it or the other person's idea and you voice it out mm. and it's like getting inspiration and or even helping the other person um, work through what they're thinking yeah. too yeah and those two are understand where each other's heads are and mm-hmm. that's how they have a really good partnership yeah and how yeah it's so great yeah. you should listen to it it's they have a lot of like i said insight about other shandalan shows too yeah and i mean if any of you guys are interested shonda rhymes has this thing called master class and it actually one of the snippets is part of her agenda or whatever was like talk to Julia Quinn so like this might be the process of how she decided to do Bridgerton so I think if you guys are interested in filmmaking in that kind of things and being a showrunner I feel like something like that would be very very useful um I mean she has what the second longest running tv show like ever drama series ever with with Grey's Anatomy right (laughs) before that is Law and Order Oh, God. Ooh, very good show. Yes, extremely <laughs> good show. And, and you know, I'm just pulling the statistics out of my ass, but the, for the longest time that I can even remember, Grey's Anatomy has been a thing. So, and, and I'm not talking about game shows like Wheel of Fortune and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like drama an actual series. drama, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I love it. And every Thursday, everyone's talking about it. Every Thursday, everybody's ready to get their, their hearts ripped out, and, you know, they're here for it all the time. And I can't wait for what they give us this 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 season, yeah, with Bridgerton. Of course, I know Gosh. it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so 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 good. Um, Avon Books also gave us on Monday the join Avon Books on Instagram for a live discussion with 
Kathy Maxwell and Ten Kim Lam, and they were discussing the Viscount who loved me for the Bridgerton read along. Julie Quinn was actually able to come on for a little bit, and she talked about one of the most famous scenes, the Palma scene, that was not written into this to the book yeah. at first, and she wrote it in. And not thinking that it was gonna blow up the way it would, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's not even on film yet. Everybody yeah. just loves it in the book. Yeah, and it's just something about like sports during that era. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> even with rounders, everyone loves rounders, rounders and knickers. Yes. Like that's like a thing for them too. So I love it. I love it so much. Something about caddy competition. It's just too good. <laughs> it's too good to pass up. Especially it. when it's family too, or very close yes. friends, because you don't give a shit you what say whatever, happens. Yeah. Yes, you say yes, whatever. Because at the end of the day, you're still gonna um, take care of each yeah, other. Exactly, and you know that that you can put all your scruples in your pockets for an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and all the rules as well too, <laughs> and tease as much as you want everything. Yeah. Yeah, and they take it. Well, some of them take it. Some of them cry about it. But, but who's going whose shoulder, you know, yeah. is each other's shoulder in at the end too, so. Yeah. Well, sure. that's the, that's the ideal actually. Yeah. <laughs> right? True, you true. hurt them, you take care of them. Yeah, true. True, true, true. So the biggest news of the week came on Friday. And um, where we scrapped the whole episode and re-recorded, just for you guys, that we got a casting announcement of Edmund Bridgerton. So good. Oh, my God. (laughs) I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, like, they are going to come for our hearts and inject it with bee venom. Like, (laughs) they are ready to just destroy us. And no. I am here for it. I'm ready. I love crying. So I'm <laughs> ready. I'm ready. So there's a little bit of misunderstanding, even in our own comments. A lot of people were like, mm, the Duke is hotter. You know, blah, blah. He doesn't do anything for me. Guys, that's not, he ain't in the show to be a heartthrob. He is literally <laughs> going to be in the show to rip our fucking hearts out. Edmund Bridgerton, just for any kind of clarification, in case you did not know, Edmund Bridgerton is the Bridgerton clan's father. So this is Violet Bridgerton's husband who has passed away, who she still longs for, who she turns into the pillow and still reaches for. This is who she gave advice to Daphne about how they chose love and they fought for it every single day. And in the description... It doesn't focus on him being a great husband. It focuses on him being a kind dad. Oh my yeah. god, I'm dying. Patient father. Yeah. And I don't know how they did it, but they chose a man that looks like all of them. <laughs> like, how did they do that? Whoever the casting director is, good job. Because you can see a little bit of every single one of them in him. Mm-hmm. How? I like that his post is like, okay, he's going to work on growing his sideburns. 100% of my energy now is to go my sideburns. (laughs) So, yeah. So we're thinking it's going to be another whole episode two prequel thing. Yeah. um, Like how they changed it with the Duke and I were. Yeah. The prologue, which is, he's in the prologue of the Viscount, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So flashbacks or they're going to be flashbacks throughout the whole thing because that's what I was hoping yeah, for yeah because we know how affected Anthony is about his death he he like literally rubs that clock checks that clocks even while he's humping and like <laughs> like that clock is so dear to him that little pocket watch I mean so uh, I just to make it more potent if if they just have him you know which makes sense because then so like oh we need to go look back at the portrait inside of the show if it was somebody him the whole did time. and somebody posted a picture i'm like did you manipulate it <laughs> and i looked at it i'm like oh it kind of does look like the rupert portrait. yeah the portrait did look like rupert evans and i'm like mm, now we, we gotta look at it like front view not from the side just to i know inspect. i need to go back and look We'll have reports next week, guys. (laughs) But, I mean, if they drew a portrait of taking a little bit out of each child that's casted, it's going to look like this guy. Because this guy looks like all of them. And especially Eloise. It's almost weird. (laughs) But he also looks like Daphne. And Hyacinth. (laughs) And all of them. It's so Well, they always say that the women take after the dad, right? The looks are from the dad. So, yeah, it's crazy. I I I love it. Everyone's and freaking out and loving it. Everyone is obsessed. There are a few confused people <laughs> that are like, "Nah, I like Anthony better or mm, the Duke is hotter." When when we mention that they're here to rip our hearts out. No, no, no. Not not no heartthrob. They're literally coming for our souls yeah. to break it. On Instagram, did you see um, a Jay Bayleaf fan post? And she had like three slides, and it was a picture of Anthony and Edmund. And then another slide was of Anthony and like Kid Anthony. <gasps> and then the second slide, which is the video, an actual video of young Jonathan Bailey in 1997's tv series bramwell which is his Mm. first ever on-screen tv appearance he is so cute you can i don't know there's just i don't know you have to see it for yourself like you knew he was gonna be something Something. in just that picture yeah and coincidentally in that video his on-screen dad is playing like palmo oh that that was chicken skin Oh I mean, God. it doesn't look like the competitive, like, route that they have their right, balls making. Right, right, right. <laughs> It's very, like, in the back garden, yeah. like, proper um, proper stakes in the ground kind of route. But, yeah. yeah, that's the video that was Cute. that she has on. It's really, it's really good. I love so, that. So, J-B-Leaf, J-B-A-Y-L-E-A-F-A-N. J-B-Leaf fan. Speaking of pictures and... Speaking of spies, there are a shit ton (laughs) of set photos, leaked photos, leaked videos. I guess not leaked, just fan photos, fan videos of people that are in the area where the filming is done. The costumes look amazing. Uh, The actress that plays Daphne, Phoebe Jennifer, she's officially on set, as we mentioned last week. And she posted a picture of her her new hair, Hootis. And then, like, shortly after she took it down, because she probably realized, oh, my bad. (laughs) I'm on a different film set now than the other film. Like, I can't talk about this kind of stuff. So she posted a couple pictures, and it was immediately taken down. But Eagle Eye fans, 
still screenshotted it and it's all over the internet still yet so i love it i'm here for it um her hair looks great very mature oh oh yes and there's a picture of her in all white with a crown it looks to be like they're at the same place where where she was presented to the queen and there's someone in the far distance coming out of the carriage and so it's either francesca or it's hyacinth the hem is higher so whoever it is is not out yet so if they're at presentation are they coming out you know like when you bend or when you're a certain way your hem goes up she's standing she's standing by the door facing the carriage okay yeah pretty prominent uh, raised hemline so we'll see we'll see who is being presented to court is it Eloise is it Eloise and Francesca (laughs) is it Francesca and Eloise is still not out does Francesca take Eloise's place so that Eloise can continue to focus on her accomplishments (laughs) we'll see We'll see. That would totally not be following protocol. Absolutely not. I mean, the the Bridgetons, if they don't follow protocol, they're going to be talked about, but they're such a powerful family anyway. Yeah, I mean, Lady Bridgerton brings the whole brood out to watch Ascot or or whatever that was, a polo match. Family time. Yeah, all of them were there. All of them were there. Including the young, young, young ones. So, yeah, they're Bridgerton. And as Violet said, you are Bridgerton. You can do anything. <laughs> we'll see. I love it. And then, speaking of the Variety article, everybody in the Bridgerton camp had reposted the actors, the producers, the writers, Shondaland, everyone. So, if anybody thinks that they le- that reggae left on bad blood, that is definitely not the case. They are still very, very much so supporting him, and I love it. Which it should be that way. Yeah. Support each other. He did great. He did phenomenal. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Next story is about Anthony. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. And, you know, we fell into a love-hate thing with him last season. By the end of it, we're like, okay, guy. And he's like, I must take love out of the equation. And all of us are like, shut up. <laughs> so we'll see what happens to him. Um, I can't wait. Me neither. Yeah. Uh. All right, guys. If you're not following us, please follow us on Bridgerton 2000 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you would like to slide into our email, you can email us at Bridgerton2000 at gmail.com. I'm sorry. I saw at least five messages in there. Um, I just got my second shot, so I'm a little under the weather. Um, Tony and I have been super busy, but we will get back to you. We will discuss Edmund with you. We will discuss all of the theories that everyone is starting to come up with now that all the pictures have been released from fans and from paparazzi. But yeah, all, a lot of the fan accounts have those pictures. So if you haven't seen it, just follow that hashtag Bridgerton and um, it'll take you there and you can see what's going on. All of the Bridgerton pictures in the wild. Yes, <laughs> all the pictures in the wild. And wildies. speaking of wild, we are noticing some of the same extras. So we pose a question. Are they going to mean something in the future? I kind of hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> Some I hope, of them. I right? hope that redheaded lady that's so beautiful is a furling. 
we will see. We will definitely, definitely see. But, all right, guys. We love you guys so, 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 so much. Um, thanks for hanging in for our short, buzzy updates. We'll be back. Love you guys. Thank you.